Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to the AbSkills Pro podcast, where we share case studies from real-life campaigns from top ad buyers. And today, I am sitting down with top AbSkills buyer, Derek Kautz, to share some of his best case studies with you. Hey, Derek. Welcome to the show. Hey, I'm very glad to be here. Yeah, it's exciting. So we're taking a bit of a departure today from our usual guest that has an agency and does for a lot of clients. Derek, you are a wedding photographer. Is that correct? Yes, I am. <laughs> How long have you been doing that? We're answering this, asking the same question you're answering. It's cool. Yeah, I've been doing, uh, I've got my first camera in 2013, but started actually trying to promote myself as a wedding photographer at, towards the beginning, or I was mid 2015. So after I had a little bit of experience. So short answer is since 2015. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. And so what led you to wanting to learn media buying? I assert maybe, you know, there's some story there about your photography business that brought you to, to learning about media buying. Yes. Yeah, so whenever I decided that I wanted to start pursuing this as a business for a while, I was, I actually have a background as a um, web developer and graphic designer. And that's where my job was. The reason I kind of got interested into wanting to make this a business was I'm kind of getting a little bit bored doing the same thing over and over uh, where I was at. And so I started to actually do a little bit of research on how to create a business, how to actually take photography into that. And it started whenever I bought my first course from awesome photographers there, uh, Zach and Jody Gray. And they had this amazing course about um, how to grow your business from pretty much from nothing and putting the right foundation to it. And, and during that, one of the key components to this course was about marketing. And a lot of it was reading. Um, they're huge advocates for reading. And so it's kind of become a thing for me because if you're not growing, then you're dying kind of thing. And one of the best ways to grow is to read. And one of the books that they had mentioned in this course was, it's by Seth Godin. I believe it's Permission Marketing uh, from Seth Godin. I got reading this and one of the things that he really, you know, this was before lead generators and all that was a big thing because it's actually kind of a dated book. So it was kind of this new idea from him that you have to get the permission from your audience before you can even start marketing to them, which he goes into, you know, you have to have that interruption of ads to get that initial offer of something free, such as like a ebook or something. And I really got digging into that. And as I started looking up lead generators, then I came across .com secrets. So I saw the offer for the free shipping and handling. And Russell of course, Johnson, that's, one, yeah, of that's, the, one of our mentors or favorite internet marketers over here. We yeah, and I I absolutely loved it. I guess that was my first unintentional funnel hack was seeing that uh, that free shipping handling offer. But as soon as the book came in, I read it, I devoured it, and where I was working still at the time, I started bringing these ideas to them, and they they were hooked as well. So I got to start implementing a little bit of it at work. I went from just the web guy to now kind of starting to be a marketing consultant based off of this one book because it, it works. And it, as we got going take this back to my photography, uh, I kind of had this, I, as many beginner business owners, especially in the photography world, we don't like spending money because we're more creative than business minded at times. So I finally decided to do this myself. And this was actually two years in after I read the red.com secrets, I said, maybe I should try to use this for myself. And I put mm -hmm. together just a small ad. I didn't even have anything to like 
build landing pages aside from my website and build a very, very rough landing page, put together a, a Facebook ad and spent $50 on it. But within that, that one week of doing it, and it was an engagement session giveaway, and it's kind of become my thing. I actually booked my first client at $1,500. Wow. So that was, yeah, it was really cool. You know, in the, in the photography realm that is kind of a lower end client but I was hooked I was like okay I just did like it's something that works so unfortunately you, around but you could this, could you see yeah. is it true maybe I'm put it together in my head but we should say, say it out loud you realized even though it's a lower end if they're getting engaged that later they're going to get married and that's where the money is the higher end right client that spends more yes. than fifteen hundred dollars so did you put that together right away that if you could get more of those and get paid that then you would be able to bring to book more of those engagement clients for their actual wedding. So at the time I didn't. So I have my two kids. Well, this was again, mid 2017. And it was one of those moments of you've seen the illustration where there's the guy who's digging for gold, and then he stops a foot short. That was kind of me at this point, I kind of actually had a season of burnout with photography, because I had my two year old at the time home and my wife was pregnant. And during all this, I was actually driving two hours a day to work and then back. It was uh, pretty rough at the time. So I was just losing all of the all of this time. So for a little bit there, I was like, I need something needs to go. And it can't be my job because it's staining us right now. So I actually took time away from that. But I had made several friends in uh, this industry in the wedding industry that found out, you know, I would still go out to hang out with them and shared this with them, uh, shared the results. So they actually started paying me for a little bit. And I guess you could say that I went to attempt to start an agency for a little bit because they'd pay me very little. It was before I even knew about you know starting your own agency, I'd just say, yeah, give me a couple hundred bucks and then you can spend another 200 on this ad. And I was helping them really starting to refine my process, didn't even realize it, to build these little ad cams, campaigns for them just using the Facebook lead forms. They would get all of these leads and they would book a couple. And sometimes it would take a couple months before they would book. They were actually getting some bookings and it was really cool. And I did that from end of 2017 up until the start of 2019. And that's kind of how I guess that's really where I got into the media buying process was I started doing it for other people and helping them out with that. So but you don't deliver agency services now is this because you've figured out how to keep yourself busy enough that you don't need to do that anymore? Or that was just fun to test out and learn some new things? Yeah, so I didn't do it anymore. So we took uh, 2019 as kind of a bit of a, a fun year for us. We, you know, even with dropping photography, that two-hour drive to and from work. It was just really heavy on me. So after about, let's see, it was in May of uh, 2019, I actually quit my job and we decided to travel around a little bit in an RV just kind of, uh, just for six months to kind of see what we wanted to do. It was more of a, have a break and discover what it is that I actually wanted in life again. And during all this, we were traveling a lot. We're from Nashville, Tennessee, and we kept traveling to Arkansas and we ended up loving it. And at the end of 2019, we decided to move here that's where we found us a, a place. I actually found you know, found a job that I'm able to be stable with. That way we're able to start doing everything right because I came to the conclusion that one of the reasons I was getting burnt out also with photography then was I didn't have the clientele that made me 
excited because mm. I wasn't value. I didn't have the value set of family first. That's a big thing for me. And I was taking just about anyone and everyone. And so I was taking people who were sucking the life out of me. So it, it became a thing of, all right, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it right. We're going to find, so I have a remote job that I'm able to still have time with the boys without having to lose four hours of my day. And whenever I'm done with work and focus on this and take, kind of take everything that I've learned to be really picky about the clients that I work with. Getting um, So I was able to work from home and starting to turn this into something that was actually meaningful had a thought behind it and something that I knew how to do because I had already done all this for other people. I knew I had a process and I was able to refine things. So it was in uh, May of this year, even with coronavirus, even though events are all down, I was like, all right, we're going to run this ad and see what happens with it. And it was great. Do you want to tell us about what happened? When you ran yeah. that ad? Yeah, absolutely. So I kind of want to walk you through the process of what I did. So during all this time learning for other or running these ads for other photographers, one thing that we learned was doing an engagement session for just one session wasn't enough because whenever you're able to shoot an engagement session, your likelihood to, to book them, at least for what I had experienced, it's like your likelihood to book them as a wedding client shoots up like 80% or you have like an 80% closing rate. So we turned it from just a single engagement session to giving away three engagement sessions. So that's what I did here. It also gives people who see the ad more of this feeling that they actually have a chance to win it rather than thinking I'm never going to win this thing. They have a little bit more of a chance. So more people were likely to sign up. So what I did, I offered the three engagement sessions over a 10 day period in targeted areas that I actually wanted to shoot. So um, for me being in Arkansas, I was like uh, Little Rock. And then there is Bentonville, which is the wedding capital of America. And just all the places that I wanted to shoot at where people would see these. Then within the uh, within Facebook, I got very targeted with who it was going to be seen, who is going to see this. So engaged females, because they're the ones who are most likely to be contacting photographers anyway. They're, they make the most wedding decisions. So engaged females aged 21 to 35. And I did the newly engaged targeting within the uh, three to six months because those first three months are more of just an exciting period of time for them. So if I can say within the three to six months, they're at this point starting to plan their wedding. And then went a little bit further into the detailed targeting so that they had to match that their relationship status was engaged and only showed this in the news uh, in the news feed, the marketplace and Instagram. We found that all other areas just did not work. For the test, and I'm getting, feel free to take this. Um, no, so you're the, doing great. We want to so hear all the, the test. We, we, we're media buyers. They want to hear, we want to hear all the details. Good, good. So for the test, what I would do or what I was doing, I was just taking two images of the same couple from previous engagement sessions. You know, I had all the content from where I had been shooting before. So that was kind of the benefit. I didn't have to go out and reshoot things. But I took some of my favorite photos, uh, one that was kind of more artsy and then one that was more relational. So like the relational ones are up close photos where you can see the smiles the arts are kind of more of a wide shot. And I took, put those in just a square format, um, threw on my logo and uh, tested those against each other. So the one that was more candid, that one actually ended up getting more leads. In fact, they were a dollar cheaper than the leads that I was getting with the other photo. And that was the, that was the test that I ran over the 
course of 10 days. So next time I do this, I know which one to, to run it. But the process of this, I actually didn't even use a landing page because I was casting a very wide net. I didn't want people to have to wait for a page to load up. So I just ran my ad and took them to a Facebook lead form where I had a set few set rules. You have to be engaged, can't have a wedding photographer already booked, and you must be getting married in uh, either end of 2020 or 20 or anytime in 2021. What would happen after they would fill this out or really just press submit because of how Facebook lead forms work, mm-hmm. I would get a notification to my phone. And this is the part that was a little difficult, but uh, just because of having to keep up with all of it, but I'd get a notification to my phone and I had this text that I had ready to copy and just fill in their name because I would text them within five minutes. I knew that the faster that I could get to them, the faster we'd be more likely to engage. I just sent a quick brief about who I am, being excited about their wedding day and who their fiance is. You know, one of the things that it's just fundamentals, people buy from who they know, like, and trust. So this was kind of that initial, all right, they know me based off of the ad, or they're aware of me based off the ad, but now let's get them to know me and like me. So let's start a conversation. So we would start talking, I'd ask about their wedding, and we would just start texting. And of course, over time, it's got to be a lot of people I was texting back and forth, but really just building up some relationships with them, asking everything about their wedding. Where it normally would have stopped where I was running it in the past for other photographers, we kind of just did the uh, did the ads and then waited till the engagement session giveaway, and they usually booked whoever won. But what I ended up doing instead this time around, and this is where the, the ad pro community, especially on the Slack group, was super helpful is, you know, I'm more of a lurker. I don't get in there too much, but I love to read because it's... It's like the Google of ad or of media buying because you just type in a phrase in Slack and then you can pretty much find whatever you're looking for. And as I was going throughout this, I found it's not just the ad, but it's the entire process. It's before uh, they even see the ad. It's the ad itself. But then you still have to think about the sales process, which, you know, at first for something like a wedding, it's to get that appointment. So we're getting to know, like, and trust each other while texting back and forth. And then I would just say, hey, I know that you're probably wanting to wait for the engagement session giveaway to see if you win, but I would love to be able to get on a call with you um, just to meet each other because it's important that who we are shooting with, you know, that we like each other because in your photos will look so much better. And I want to make sure that you see some of my photos. And if we want to talk business, we can do that afterwards. Otherwise, this is just a get to know each other call. And of that, I was able to get a lot of people to actually have that appointment with me. And for one of them on that first appointment, I actually booked them for Let's see, my total ad spend was $172.91, and they booked me at my collection at for, um, for $3,000. So, wow. yeah, it was really exciting. Of course, I have a couple other – I actually sent out another contract uh, just the other day, so waiting for that to get signed, which will be another 4500 coming in. So that's uh, 75 based on uh, – yeah, 7500 based off $172. And I have two more engagement sessions that are coming up that – I feel pretty confident that we'll book. And even if only one of them does, that's still going to take me into around the $10,000 range booked based off of a 172 ad spend. That's incredible. Yeah. I love that um, that you kind of just went through and did some things that felt right and then asked questions in the group or, or didn't even ask the question, just searched 
to find the answer based on maybe some other things that had been asked previously. And you're able to find a niche way to get leads, turn them into some prospects, get them on the phone, book some appointments, and then do upgrade them or upsell them right into those higher ticket offers. So is this something that you now will see that you'll continue to do? And if so, what are some of the things that you think you might that you that worked really well that you'll keep doing? And what about is there anything that you feel like as you keep doing this, or I guess the question was, if you're going to, I'm assuming you're going to keep doing this based (laughs) on the results produced. What are the things that you learned or that you think you might tweak or change or try in the future in order to optimize what you're doing? Yeah, so there's actually a couple of things. So, and I guess it'd be helpful if I shared the results. So um, I ended up actually having 54 leads from all of this. Of those appointments that I was talking about getting um, prior to the giveaway, I had 10 appointments set. I booked one with four other opportunities sitting there. So that's you know some cool things. But what I would definitely do different next time that I do this is I would actually have a better way of tracking. So even though I tracked how many leads were coming from each image, what I would love to know now is, okay, but which images ended up having more bookings, right? Like it's just one of those things of I'd love to know what resulted in the the sell and not just the lead. That's one thing for sure that I would do. Another thing that I'm going to continue to do that I learned from this is having a, during that strategy call or that appointment, I mean, there is a slideshow that I ended up creating about three appointments into it that really started turning on the tears for these couples. So having more relevant, you know, a slideshow that I play and making sure that they all see my portfolio or even starting to talk photos because, you know, a big thing with photography is you have to see it to know you that, that you like it. It was after I started doing that, that tears started coming and that's whenever I started having, you know, getting these actual opportunities and not just a meeting that was taking place. Um, so that, those are probably the two main things that I would do that and I would definitely up the ad spend. Well, there you go. Once once something's working, it's good to start trying to scale it and hopefully the your return on ad spend scales along with that as well. So this is exciting because I heard you tell the story at the beginning about how you were feeling burned out and you didn't have the right clients that they were kind of like, you know, taking all you, you, you talked about how you're working not with your ideal client, you're unhappy. And then now when you talk about it, your face is really lighting up and you seem excited about your business. So this is great that at least that's what it feels like, that this has brought a a new Mm -hmm. energy and a new um, excitement to your wedding photography business because now you're able to, it's more profitable, maybe it's a little simpler Mm -hmm. and more fun. And isn't that what everybody's looking for when they start their own business? Yeah, absolutely. It's, It's great whenever you can vet who you're potentially going to be working with. And it's also, you know, bringing it back to dot-com secrets, one of the things that I completely skipped over was creating your dream, uh, your dream avatar or your dream customer. And I actually went through that process. And as I was able to find these people and we really connected because of that and you know I don't have a number to say how much that affected the uh, the bookings or having the better opportunities but I would imagine that just having that that no like and trust factor just based on our matching personalities that has helped so much more because of the excitement between us because we love each other mm-hmm. you know I'll echo that not to talk about what I do but as a marketing strategist I put all of my potential clients on a consultation call similar to what you discussed or like a get to know each other kind of call. And the first thing that I sell is an introductory package similar to what 
you're talking about with the engagement package where I'm just going to do a bit of a strategy for them. I may audit their account. I might do some competitor research or something just to give them a taste of what I can possibly do. And it's very visual, just like you said, get, they get a, a real sense of what the finished product is going to look like if they hire me to then move on and do the full consultation. So you have, I generally get a lot of word of mouth traffic, but being able to map my process onto yours has inspired me to look at running an ad for some, maybe some applications to text back and forth to have a call and sell those tripwires or as they're called, you know, those strat those one-time small lower ticket offers, like you said, is that the small price in the photography world, that $1,500, but it's leading to what the bigger ticket packages that you want them to go to. So really, really great stuff. Now, um, normally in this part of the show, I would let people know how to reach out and connect with the media buyer <laughs> in case they want to hire them. But I'm going to leave it open for you. Um, I would, I'm sure people would love to follow your business online and see the results of your photo sessions. But also, if there's any last words that you would leave, maybe for someone who's watching the show that doesn't want to be a full-time media buyer or start their own agency, but maybe someone that has a small business such as yourself that is looking to grow it about some words of wisdom or anything like that that you would like to share. And of course, yes, how people can get in touch with you if they want to book with you or just follow you and keep up with the growth of your business. Yeah. So you can find me at ArkansasWeddingCollection.com. And if you actually want to see one of my lead generators, you can go to ArkansasWeddingCollection.com forward slash timeline. It's a, a three question wedding timeline generator. Uh, it's one of those top funnel to kind of get the information things. And I w for anyone who's wanting to do this for themselves is stay with the basics. Don't try to do anything fancy. The reason that I went to the texting rather than an email, which they would receive uh, the soap opera sequence that, you know, in their email after signing up for the engagement session. But the reason that I put the personal touch of texting is it goes back to people by from who they know, like, and trust. And whenever it comes to at least wedding photography or something where it's like a really personal service that you're giving, people email professionals, but they text with friends. And mm, that's really smart. Yes. Yeah, so y you want to have that friend connection because that gets that like and that gets people more involved with you relationally. It's, it's that matter of it's easier to turn a stranger into a friend and a friend into a customer than it is for a stranger into a customer. Really profound stuff there, Derek. I appreciate you sharing that. Um, and so you guys, if you want to check out, we'll put the link to the Arkansas Wedding Collection timeline landing page so you guys can see that um, what about social media can they follow you on you do instagram or facebook or any of that yeah you can find me on instagram same thing arkansas wedding collection and same for Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Arkansas Wedding Collection. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate your time. This was fun departure, new conversation. And thanks for inspiring me to look at a new funnel for myself. So you're welcome. I'm so glad to be here. All right. Thank you. And everyone, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Ad Skills Pro podcast. If you would give us a review, let us know how we're doing. Also, subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast to hear future episodes and I will see you or 
you will hear me more accurately on the next episode.